Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show without Steve. He's on vacation. He will be back on Wednesday. Maybe. What if he just moves to Florida? He just becomes a Floridian. Right? No, I don't think so. I don't think he'll be back. I'm not sure. I wonder if he's going crazy, though. Like, that's a lot of time to be with children. Yeah, but I think he has that stamina that he could do that. He seems like a patient guy. Yes, and I feel like, if anything, we should give his wife a break to be with all of the children I and agree. Him. Yeah, she all needs right. a vacation from her vacation. You're right. We'll, uh, we'll talk to him about that when he gets back. We got music news. Give me a beat! It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yee-haw! And Steve Patterson. Do you like Huey Lewis on the news? This is... Is the beat. This is kind of cute. Speaking of husband and wife, Chris Stapleton turned 43 yesterday. Hard to tell under all the hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and his wife, oh, it's not letting me get there. His wife took over his Instagram page. Yeah. And posted all these like really young pictures of him, clean shaven pictures, him oh. as a little boy. It is super duper cute. And it's fun to see what, you know, what he looks like under the beard. And he's got like really pretty eyes. I love that they have the school pictures. Yeah. We all have those, you know, like the copies of like eight of them in a row because they weren't cut up yet. Yeah. Like the uh, the fly version. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And then there's like an old like he looks like he's in like a cowboy suit. Yeah. As a kid. And it's like kind of like a grainy 80s, 70s style picture. There's some really cool pictures. Yeah. These are great. Family picture is is spot on. Like, that's a good photo. <laughs> it's a yeah, it's one of the ones that's in the albums. But yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, there's so many good ones. That's um, really cute. Definitely check it out. I already linked it up for everybody at mytalk1071.com. Oh, yeah, the family photo. Yes, the mom's glasses. <laughs> Man, we did mom's dirty back then. We like, did the hair, the clothes, the glasses. How old do you think she is? Like 35, maybe <laughs> 40? I know, and she looks like she's 68. That, that's what we call the Brimley line. Holly brought that game up, because, like, back, you know, uh, how, what's the guy, what's the, fr- Brimley from Cocoon, what's his first name? Oh, I don't even, I don't oh, know. that was a Howard, thousand Howard years Brimley ago. or whatever, but that's he, a Holly question. he was 50 years old when that movie was made, and he looks like he's 75. Yeah, we did, the fashion back then did zero favors. She probably has got a hot bod, and here she is wearing this ruffled, crazy <laughs> shirt. I feel like... Like, 
Yeah. Like you get to a certain age and then what? You all of a sudden you put on a house coat? Like what happens? Isn't that Is wild? There a memo that, you know, moms get. It's like, okay, now you have to start wearing lots of florals. You know, and like Christmas sweaters. See, my, I love my mom to death, Beverly. And she just recently said, I don't think I should wear pink on my butt. And she is probably <laughs> far past. But I love that because it's like, you're right. My, my mom wears like cute well, Yeah, you wear whatever stuff. you want, Bev. Yeah, Beverly, live your best life. Yeah. But like, I just. Uh, I truly believe that if you're 60 years old and you, you're a woman and you want to rock a. A, a concert tee. Yeah. You do it. Do whatever you want. And it's not like we don't know what's under there. Like the crop top, wear it. If you want to wear it, wear the crop top. Wear the short shorts, girl. Yes, Get it. Queen. Like, I got. I told, I think it was Lori said legs are the last things to go. So I say wear them Daisy Dukes until you can't anymore. Yes, I agree. Okay, on that note, um, you could check out the Chris Stapleton Instagram page and see mm-hmm. what his wife did. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly is launching a unisex nail polish brand. Mm. I like it. Grant, would you ever? Uh, I would never buy it, but I have let Lily paint my nails before, yes. Oh, that's cute. Yes, so no, but I would never wear any nail polish nor buy it, but good for him, man. Well, because it's not your style, but if no. you were like more of a rock dude instead of like a sporty yeah, if, dude. Yeah, I would love to have to not go into the, you know, Claire's store to buy my my um, nail polish if I didn't have to. So if Machine right. Gun Kelly's going to be offering me, a, you know, some that they can find in the men's aisle at Target, I'm all for it. The only reason that it's unisex is because he's just saying it's yeah. unisex. There's nothing different about it. Yeah, there's no <laughs> nail polish that has estrogen or anything yeah. in it. Right. All, all nail polish is is unisex. Yes. But now maybe he'll label it like a little bit less, maybe he'll, so that they can put it in the shelves of like the male So you section. don't feel like you're like going through the, you know, the lingerie section. Yes, the mall. cosmetic yes. aisle, things like that. Yes. You know. Strategy. Mm-hmm. From uh, MTV, uh, Carson Daly has been trying to normalize nail polish for a very long time. Is that for real? Yes, he always had a few of his nails colored black or a color. Carson Daly? Yes. He just seems so Did he clean. Did he talk about that and say that he... He never... I don't think he ever did any interviews or acknowledged it, but he would always have random fingernails painted. He could play... There's a lot of uh, catchers have their fingernails painted colors so that when you're doing signals to the pitcher, so he may, be, he may play some softball, okay, some town ball. That is the most crazy assumption I've heard in a while. It, you know, he, you know, honestly, there are a lot of catchers that constantly have their three or four fingers with nail polish. He was in the music industry. He was on MTV's uh, Request Live. Hold hey. on. Why would, do catchers have their nails? That's a great question. Because when they show their, you know, they're crouched down and, yeah. and you can, like, sometimes, like, if it's a sunny day and there's a glare on their hand, you need to, like, so they'll have their fingers black so that the pitchers can see, like, a two count. One for fastball, two for curveball. That's interesting. The, the hand, the finger signs a lot better. That's that a fun fact. There you go. Mm, thank yeah. you. I did not know that. All right, so uh, we don't know what any of the colors are or when it's going to be available, but be on the lookout for that, okay? Okay. Uh, yeah, I love that. Um, so there was... Are you familiar with the Fire Festival? Yes, I watched that doc for Me sure. Me too. Mm-hmm. I watched one of them. I, I think I watched the Netflix one because yeah. there were two of them, I believe. But organizers um, of the Fire Festival and 277 attendees have reached a $2 million settlement 
Nearly four years after a $100 million class action lawsuit was first filed, um, each plaintiff will receive about Mm $7,220. That could be lower because they're waiting on the outcome of the bankruptcy case with various creditors for the fire festival. Remember they owed everybody money. Yes. Mm -hmm. A lot of workers on the Island. So seven grand you're saying seven grand per. Yeah. How long, how long were they stuck on that Island for in conditions of wet tents with what bread for food? What was it? I think it was only a few days, right? Yeah. I don't think it was very long, but yeah. Would you do a weekend? No. With just bread? No. For, and stuck on an island with no bathrooms for $7,000. And you're missing the worst part. Yes. With Instagram influencers around you. <laughs> right. Having to live with them. That's right. True. Good point. I feel like that's a little low. I feel like that's a little low. Oh my gosh. Every time I look at pictures yeah. of like the tents that they described I so differently than what they actually <laughs> provided, oh, I'm just like, what? Is this? Yeah. Um, and of course, Billy McFarland is in jail for six years. You know, they, it's wild too because right at the beginning when they're planning, they almost were going to do this thing where they had a giant cruise ship house them right off the island. Oh, and yeah. that would have been great. It would have been the solution. That's smart. And he was like, "No, I want them all in these tents. These are you know luxury housing units." And that, it's like, this could have been, we would might not ever have been talking about this. This right. might have just been an event we never went to. Actually, that's a pretty brilliant idea. I know. Just to have a parked, cruise you know, ship. docked cruise ship, good food. That's what they did in the beginning of the pandemic. Remember, they had those two military ships, one go to New York and one went out to L.A. where they set it off to ha- set up ho- um, hospital beds oh, in yeah. the beginning yes. of the pandemic. It was yes. just parked off the shore there because they needed yep. hospital beds. So in a different sense, that's been used and yeah. it's more serious. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, less concerts. Right. Right. Uh, by the way, really good documentary, um, The Last Cruise. Yeah. On, I think it's on HBO Max. HBO Max. Okay. Yes. Have you, either of you watched it? No, I will, though. I it's did. really good. It's, oh, but it's it's got, for me, anxiety yeah. it's nothing but anxiety it, there's a it's lot good. of anxiety but it's also enlightening to see like what these poor people went through and how they were misinformed or they weren't being told the whole truth oh. you know and the thing that got me was it was all on re, the entire documentary is recorded on phones okay so these get a lot of footage so it's a lot of and it's a lot of sh- shakiness yeah. you know and Blair it kind of made me dizzy me yes, too yes. I had to look away I kind of started doing a couple the of things vertigo and thing. yeah okay yeah. but I you guys what is it about so this is about the princess cruise line that at the mm. beginning of the pandemic yeah um they made them quarantine for like I don't know seven weeks <gasps> you know they were on like a two-week trip and then they ended up being stuck on this ship because they didn't want to let these people off the ship and back in the United into the United States yeah. because they were in were they in China Japan I don't know where they were but I know that they had what it started out with a couple cases and then they had some more cases come then they were announcing them to yes. these people so like they're locked on this ship people are getting sick Nobody Terrifying. knows what's going on. It's the beginning of all of this. They're ice. I mean, and then you're in those little cabin. Oh, and then and the people crew. died. And yeah, and the crew. Oh, so the crew have to like bunk like four people to a room. Yeah, and they're not getting tested for COVID or anything. They're probably the reason it's spreading. Yeah, some of them are getting sick and then hiding it from other people <gasps> because they don't want to be, you know. And yeah. they're the ones serving the food and everything. It's a disaster. Oh my gosh, it's so. 
It's a really, really good documentary. It's called The Last Cruise. We got to go. When we come back, though, we've got, we do have some COVID news um, mm. that, that we will pass along to you that has to do with um, will you need a third dose of your COVID vaccine? Um, will it be combined with a flu shot? We'll tell you what uh, the experts are saying when we come right back on my talk. Hey, we got to say a quick thanks to Chill Boys for sponsoring this podcast. And for keeping my groin comfortable. I love Chill Boys. I love their boxer briefs. They are the most comfortable pair of boxer briefs that I've ever slid on Ugh. to my body. No, I slide them on. Ugh. You know why I slide them on? Because as they come up over my extremely well-developed thighs, I feel the cooling sensation. You feel it immediately. <laughs> Donna, you do. You have felt it too. Yeah, they're kind of they're made for guys, but you've tried them on. You know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, women like them too. I like to wear them around the house. They are absolutely the most comfortable pair of underwear that I have ever worn. That's because they source the best high-performance and eco-friendly fabrics that the guys behind Chill Boys could find. Yeah, you know what that fabric is? It's bamboo. You're putting bamboo on your legs. You think it's going to be noisy and clank around like panda food, but it's not. It's very comfortable. I'm telling you, it's the most comfortable undies you'll ever wear. Bamboo material has natural antibacterial properties, so it'll keep you free from odor. It'll keep you cool down there. That's all I'm going to say about that. Get 15% off your first purchase at chillboys.com. Use the promo code MYTALK. Chillboys, comfort where it counts. Hey, good morning. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Steve is on vacation. Brittany's filling in, hanging with me, and I am Grunt. Hey, guys. Hey. <laughs> we really let you down. Sometimes your intros are so good, we just get hypnotized. Yeah, right? You're right? just like, ooh. Yeah, he is Grunt. <laughs> he do be Grunt. You be Grunt. I will. Um, okay, here's the sitch. Um, um, you guys both got, did you get your second vaccination? Today, after Colleen and Bradley, I'll be Excellent. with them. And then I'm heading out to get my second one today. And, and Lily, Lily got her first yesterday. Excellent. Awesome. I'm one in. Brittany, you're two. I'm, I'm donezo. You're donezo. Well, maybe not because uh, yeah. Pfizer CEO said people will likely need a booster dose of a COVID-19 vaccine within 12 months of getting fully vaccinated. Um, he made these comments yesterday, but I think they were recorded April 1st. So this news has, I guess, been out there for some people. He says a likely scenario is that there's going to be a need for this third dose somewhere between 6 and 12 months. And then from there, there will be an annual revaccination. But all of that still needs to be confirmed. Mm-hmm. And again, the variants are going to play a key role. Yeah. So it, it might just be like the flu shot. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, he says it's extremely important to suppress the pool of people that can be. Sus- the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Acceptable to the virus. Um, researchers still don't know how long prote- protection is going to last once you are fully vaccinated. Yeah. But Pfizer did say earlier this month that it was um, that their vaccine was more than 91 percent effective at protecting against the coronavirus and then 95 percent effective against uh, severe disease up to six months after the second dose. Then we heard that um, wow. um, Moderna is thinking about or hoping to combine combine the flu shot with the COVID-19 oh, shot. One shot, done. Done, yes, exactly. I love so that. every year kind of thing. Um, meanwhile, people are not, uh, really not wanting to get the Johnson & Johnson shot after six women um, developed blood clots. So they're pausing, as you know, for seven to 10 days. So my husband got the Johnson and Johnson shot on Monday. Okay. And then on Tuesday, we're you know, I'm here. It's like 8 a.m. He gets an email immediately the day after saying, hey, we're not doing Johnson and Johnson anymore. And he calls me and he's like, <laughs> now you tell me. It's coursing through my veins, Brittany. You know, <laughs> I'm like, calm down. I'm pretty sure you're not in the demographic that has to worry. Right. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I also some people, you know, because they're pausing, I think people are getting notification like, hey, we're not doing the Johnson and Johnson yeah, right yeah. now, but we will let's reschedule you. And yeah. those people are like, Mm-mm. yeah, nope, I don't want to reschedule for that one. I think ev- everything can be solved with marketing. Right. So if we marketed that Johnson and Johnson, it's an easy name to lean into a male aspect. Yes. That's what we're going to have to do, because. <laughs> Like we're gonna have to say this is oh you want the Johnson the shot. one the one shot yeah. like that the, yeah. yeah you don't have to go twice you only have to go once and oh, it's got that's... Johnson and it's named big, twice big Johnson <laughs> shot <laughs> you're gonna want this shot you don't want to worry yeah I love that Grant that you don't need that second appointment who needs a second shot we can yeah. take care I'm of a you man. In yeah because um, it's, it's hard to get men to go to the doctor like it is you know it definitely i mean is. i'm one of those guys too where unless it like I'll, if it hurts i'll give it a day or two then i'll go you know yeah. like i'm not i'm not a and so but but with the vaccine completely different 100 percent all in yeah but, right um, i'm getting a call on the other line i'm gonna have to go are they, do you <laughs> know so important. you said demographics that it was affecting was it an older demographic no no it's, females okay um, Younger, younger um, females. Birth control had a contributing factor as well oh. uh, because you're already a susceptible, a susceptible. Think, think nailed it <laughs> to uh, blood clots when you're on birth control. So okay. it's definitely young women. Yeah, that's what it is. Good to know because Lily was actually when she went yesterday. We had found out she was going to go in, and, and the person who helped us get in was like, "Hey, it, it might be." The, this was before all this Johnson and Johnson stuff, and they're yeah. like, "Hey, it might be Johnson and Johnson," and she was kind of excited at first, and then this came out. And now that I know that, that I'm, you know, she was a little bit like, hey, I'm not going to go if it's Johnson and Johnson. I don't really want to go. But, you know, because yeah. she was so worried. Yeah. Right. And, she, and we didn't even know that it affected young women on birth control, which she is a young woman on birth control. So yeah. I'm, I'm glad that it ended up not being she ended up getting Moderna. So worked out. Got but. it.
I'm, I'm sure she's happy you shared that information with us. <laughs> oh, she's not listening. She's sleeping right HIPAA now. HIPAA laws, you know, whatever. It's fine. Uh, we'll give Who you isn't a, a young woman on birth right? control? Right? So I mean, I'm true. kind of uh, aging out of young, but... No, you're not. Don't, you're a young lass. Don't do it. I don't all need right, to hear all right, it. Fine, fine. I'm going to annihilate you. Yeah, you are. Uh, oh. We're going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge when we come right back. Uh, give us a call and bet on either Brittany or myself. If you bet correctly on who wins the game, you'll win a fabulous prize. 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. You know, sometimes the hardest part about going to the gym is literally going to the gym. That's where the why comes in. When you become a YMCA of the North member, you get free access to Virtual Y, five to six live streams daily on fitness, well-being, cooking, and more. Plus, if you join by April 30th, you'll get $0 enrollment and a free personal training session too. Go to ymcanorth.org. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Steve on vacation. Brittany's in. Let's play a game. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. I am Grant. I want to see how smart you are. Well, Rocco said Steve was here, but Steve is not. We have Brittany with us. Thank God. <laughs> Brittany and Donna are going to take on the College of Pop Culture Knowledge today. Yesterday, we had, what was it? Uh, Real Housewives was our topic. T-Swift. Uh, Taylor. Taylor yeah. Swift. Yeah. It, was, it was Real Housewives the day before. Taylor Swift yesterday. Well, we've got Christine from Savage on the phone with us today, and we are going to talk about criminals of the Real Housewives, Christine Criminals of the Real Housewives, all right? Whoa. That is our topic. So think housewives that have been arrested. Now, Christine, do you want to play with Donna or Brittany on this one? Well, I always go with my Donna girl. And Brittany, I love you, girl. Military family, too. So I am going to go with Donna. You got to go with Donna. We got to up the score with Steve. Hashtag close the gap. I'm out. Bye. Okay, so, and Donna, what I'm going to do today, and, and uh, Christine, you know how this works, so what we'll do is we'll have you come in at the end and help Donna out in any way that you can, um, but what I'm going to do, because these questions are a little bit longer, and I think the 30-second <laughs> timer might be too short, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to start the timer after each question, okay? Oh. Just, just to give us a little bit more time. We're going to need the time, because like these questions are a little bit lengthy when I describe the charges. That's what I'm worried that, that I'm not going to give you enough time to answer the questions. Okay. Okay? Fine. We're going to change it a little bit. Yes. All right. The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City star and her assistant were arrested on March 30th. They have been charged with conspiracy to commit wire fraud in connection with telemarketing and conspiracy to commit money laundering. Who is this housewife? I think I just lost the game because I don't watch this one, and I can't remember her name. This Real Housewife of Orange County star has been struggling amid an ongoing divorce from her husband, Matthew, and was arrested in February of 2019 for drunk driving. Oh, um, oh God, what's her name? Oh, Gina. It's Gina. This Real Housewife of New York City star was arrested in December of 2017 after reportedly attacking a police officer in Palm Beach, Florida. Yep, that's the, um... Nearly one day after she wed her now ex, Tom. Yeah, that's what's her face. Oh, God, the you, Contessa. You've got another time. I'm giving you another 30 okay. seconds. Okay, oh, wow. Uh, 
That's what I'm going to do. That is, oh gosh, what is her name? She's, uh, what do they call her? The Contessa? Contessa. Um, Why am I blanking out on her name? Not Sonia, the dark-haired one. Her name is, hold on. um, Luann. It's Luann. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Okay, Luann. Okay, and any on that first one? No, I'll never get it. I don't know them. It just happened last month. I know. I didn't pay attention to the story because I didn't know the woman. Well, we we have a lifeline here. We have Christine. Maybe she'll know the real housewife of Salt Lake City star with her assistant who was arrested on March 30th. They were charged with conspiracy to commit wire fraud in connection with telemarketing and conspiracy to commit money laundering. Do you know this housewife? Jen? Jen something? Jen? Well, I'm just looking for first names. Last names are kind of tough. So we'll take first name. Want to take the first name? Jen, yes. Okay, we'll take that first name. <laughs> okay, let me go get Let's go get take? Brittany. Oh. So what do you got going on today on this looks like kind of nicer Friday than we've had the rest of the week? What do you got going on, Christine? I'm cleaning windows. Cleaning windows. Nice. Mm-hmm. At home or, yeah? Yes, at home. Nice. So anything else you got planned for the weekend? Just kind of take it, take it easy, lay low? Take it easy. Good lay low. That's good. I need to do the same. I've had a long week. We've got Brittany back with us. All right, Brittany. You would have thought I was out there praying because I was saying every Real Housewives name, first name, like (laughs) Teresa, Luann, all these weird things over and over. But let's do it. So this is what I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do differently is I gave Donna two 30-second timers. So we're going to give one minute total for you to answer all these questions, okay? So once the timer runs out, you're not absolutely done. I'm going to give you another 30 seconds, okay? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. And we'll come back to you, Christine, all right? Sounds good. Thank you. This real housewife of Salt Lake City star and her assistant were arrested on March. This real housewife of Orange County star has been struggling amid an ongoing divorce from her husband, Matthew, and was arrested in February of 2019 on drunk driving charges. That's Gina. This real housewife of New York star, New York City star, was arrested in December of 2017 after reportedly attacking a police officer. Luann, the Countess, Lusaps. Okay. Delicious. Do the steps. No, no. I'm sweating, you guys. Sam, you're good with your recall because I'm like, okay, the one with the dark hair who uh, they call the Contessa, right? Contessa? The, the Countess. The Countess, right? That's close. close. You know what? I have said that's. You guys are literally speaking my language. I love my talk. Like, oh, the only place we could talk about things I like. I but you know what? I never, never talk about the Real Housewives ever because there's to... nobody to talk to about it. Yeah, that's why I'm going heavy with it now for you, so we can get Thank in as much you. as we can. So yes, we may have one more of those topics come next week. I don't know. You guys, what's the score? Well, Who won? Let's go back and look. Jen actually was the answer to the first one. So Christine, you saved Donna there. Nice job. Woo-hoo. You both got that one correct. Uh, the Real Housewives Orange County star that was arrested uh, for or was arrested for drunk driving in 2019 was Gina. Both you got that correct. It was Gina Chris. I don't know her last name, so I'm don't not even going to try to say it. And the Real Housewife of New York City star that was arrested in 2017 after attacking a police officer in Palm Beach was Luann, and you both got that correct. Oh no! So we're going to the tiebreaker, which means Christine, Shoot. if you know this answer, you can just say your name at any point in time in the question. That's okay? how you buzz in. You just go, Christine. All right. Okay. okay, here we go. And you know Brittany. how that works, Brittany? <laughs> All right, here we go. By far the most serious arrest played out on this Real Housewife of New Jersey Christine. star. Christine. The Giordana, G, uh, <laughs> Teresa and Gaducci, Gaducci, or Teresa and Joe Gaducci. 
You killed it, Christine. Nice you job, it. Christine. That's the only one I remember. That's why I was like trying. I was like, I know it's going to come up to that. So, I know. Sorry. You you killed it. No. And I knew you were going to do that. I knew you were going to jump in there, Brittany. You know, you did great. Uh, nice I, job. Christine, finally. I honorably Woo-hoo. lost. And we got Donna Win. We got you a My Talk T-shirt. It's Friday. All things are good, right? Thank right. you for Yay. playing. Thank you. you saved Can me. I do a shout out? Absolutely. Hey, shout out to my girls, Katie and Patty. Hey, Katie. Hey, Patty. Katie and Patty. Hey, girl. Hey. Your girls got a My Talk T-shirt, and you guys don't. You got nothing, Katie and Patty. Oh, you know, I'll give. I can give them one. Okay. Okay. Wow. Oh, I can be. Someone has a birthday coming up. Maybe she'll get one. No. There you go. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Christine. Hang on a sec. Okay. Brittany, as soon as he asked me that first question, I went, I just lost the game. Because I I don't watch that franchise. Jen Shaw. Shaw Amazing. Uh, Yeah, then that one, that's recently in the headlines. I know. And I didn't even pay attention to her name because I didn't know who she was and I didn't care. But a big part of it is when when I was out there, I just did... I mean, I circled every naughty Real Housewife in the history. I was doing Kim. I was thinking of... Me too. Like, I, I have a list. So, I'm like, Teresa Judice, Joe Judice, Erica Jane, Tom Girardi, uh, Joe. And so it took me a little bit because I was like, what's her name? What's her name? What's her name? You know, from Salt Lake City. Yep. So I think going out there and being ready, sometimes it It gives you the advantage. You, but yeah. sometimes it helps. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. Um uh, Let's get tipsy, bro. You want to do? I want to get tipsy. Let's do it. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 All right, you've got a hack. Let's I've start with your a, avocado hack. I mean, here's the thing. Has anybody uh, just, they're over getting those pits out of avocados? Oh, yeah. I mean, you're supposed to take a knife and just go, hi-ya! Like a machete. <laughs> hi-ya! And, a mach- and it's supposed to come right out. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. if you have a ripe avocado, and I do stress ripe because I tried it on a not-so-ripe one and God, that- almost broke along. <laughs> Boy, that window it's so of time is so small. Like, this show... I might have one that is perfect, and then <laughs> okay. I go home, and it's and you're done. Like, yep, That's you're the like, one thing. It. Lily's like, go get avocados. I'm like, nah. I, every time I pick them out, I, I fail. You need I, to have a uh, different range. Yeah, you need all three. You need, like, eat right now, kind of firm, super firm. See, I always get the super firm, and then we end up waiting and forgetting. And, and so. then who can eat five avocados? And then they're avocados? mushy, yeah. and they're just terrible. And yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a pretty cool hack. If you've got an avocado that's ripe, I'm going to try to describe it. You take a straw. You stab it into one of the longer ends, like the tip to tip okay. end, yep. uh, top and bottom. You do a hole there and you do a hole in the bottom as well. So now you've got this kind of tunnel going to the pit. You take your straw and you put it in one of the holes and you <sighs> blow as hard as you can. And it will cause the pit to come out of the bottom. I don't know if I'd be wanting someone to prepare my avocado in that fashion, <laughs> especially in times of COVID. Oh, man. Go and, to a restaurant and just see the cook back there. <laughs> I, right? And what kind of straw are we talking about? Are we talking about a metal straw? Because that thing's not going to penetrate that skin. You mean, like... Yeah, oh, I like said penetrate. Saying, uh, <laughs> Hey yo! Oh my goodness! This but is, it's not. This is happening finally. Um, <laughs> but I've been preparing for this all week. All right, lights out. Everyone go home. Um, yeah, he uses a metal straw. I use like a big, uh, like a 
a reusable plastic one that was okay. pretty thick that worked. F- Again, mine didn't work because uh, even my husband's like, it's not raw. It's not ready. It's not ready. And I said, I'm just going to do it for the show. And I tried to film <laughs> it. And all I filmed was me just going. <gasps> Where do we see this on your Insta? Oh, I put it nowhere because it was just a fail. But, uh, <laughs> maybe we'll have a private showing. It's not that it, I literally did a reenactment of oh how it went God, down. I love it. So, yeah, it's a pretty cool act. I think it would be. If you're making avo for you know you and your significant other or whatever, just show them it. It's cool. It's like a it's a power move to do that. Avo, but don't show them that you did the holes. Just act like you just went ahead and went. Yeah, hey, no problem. I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. <laughs> Shoot that okay. right out. <laughs> now that's I am going to try it. Yeah. Oh my God, that's five play. That's five play. Okay. Um, <laughs> I have three pandemic tax scams for you to look out for. Okay. Mm. I'll just run through these real quick. Yeah. In the interest of time. Um, missing stimulus payments. One of the biggest scams this year involves scammers telling you the IRS needs additional information to send you your missing or late stimulus check. Mm. The IRS will never ever contact you through email, text, or social media. That's one of the things that they're doing. Uh, Fake charities. Um, Scammers are trying to cash in on our desire to support, you know, causes. And it might involve them posing as charities to get money from you or asking for personal information, like your social security number. Don't ever give it to somebody who's calling you. Yeah. Unemployment benefits. If your information was leaked in one of those massive data breaches in recent years. Yeah. Criminals could have claimed unemployment benefits under your name. Ugh. And since unemployment insurance is covered um, or not covered, it's um, considered tax taxable income. Mm-hmm. If you're a victim of this type of fraud, you might discover your information was compromised when you get your tax forms yes. and try to file your return. So then think about that. You didn't get the money and then you have to pay taxes on the money you didn't get. Right. Oh, that would be so awful. Terrible. Um, And report any tax fraud to the IRS. You go to irs.gov. Thank you. Um, When we come back, let's go back in time Mm -hmm. and talk about the Oscars. Yes. And the most awkward Oscars ever. See if you can remember which ones. We'll come right back, discuss that on My Talk 107.1. And we're back. You're listening to the Donna and Steve show without Steve because he's on vacation. Brittany hanging with us. Thanks for being here. Uh, thanks for having me. Thanks for unlocking the door this morning. You got to it, the buddy. whole building. <laughs> this fortress. Oh, I'm telling you. Right. I know. That's a beautiful thing. Um, okay. So do you guys want to talk about this? It's so awkward. It's so awkward. So awkward. Brittany, Um, did you watch the Oscars with Anne Hathaway and James Franco? Barely. Um, I was, you know, in radio at the time, so I felt like I, I, you kind of feel like, oh, I should watch this. But I remember not enjoying it, not really knowing why. I remember feeling secondhand embarrassed. Yes. 
And the thing is, what? Um, these two were really hot. Yeah, they were at both- the time. Their careers were on fire. Yeah, big. So I could see where on paper it would look like a good idea to take James Franco and Hathaway, put them together, these young up and coming, you know, movie stars. Mm-hmm. It's not exactly what happened. They just they didn't pass the vibe when it came to interacting. And it was like, how did you guys not notice this? Or did they never meet prior to right. this? Um, I I think it's funny because I, I threw it up on the show page thinking, I wonder if uh, Donna will remember this. And you kind of had a visceral reaction to it. Um, it's because I just got that secondhand embarrassment again. Uh, they're declaring it the most awkward Oscars ever. Some people saying the worst Oscars in history. Mm, wow. Uh, um. Anne Hathaway and James Franco were coined as having, it was looking at the the worst first date ever. They yeah, said, no chemistry, zero, right? And there's kind of some back information about it. I guess when they were trying to plan it all out in rehearsal, word on the street is Anne Hathaway offered James Franco an idea, an acting note, which James Franco said, I, I know how to be funny, thank you. And from there, it just never healed. And you can tell that. Yes, you can. You can. Because, well, first of all, she she's like all in yeah. when she does a role. Yeah. Like she's enthusiastic. She's vibrant. Yes, she can be annoying, but who can't, yeah, right? right? But she's, she's just like <laughs> all in. And he is more like, hmm, I am an artiste. I'm not going to take any direction from... Appear in all of his comedy, he's chill. He's the chill one, and he's, so yeah. he's like a big stoner. Yeah, you know, he, he'll, he's kind of part of that cool group that goes, "What? Huh? Yeah, like Whatever. I could do everything." Remember, he was taking classes, and then he was teaching, then he was being a perv. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's exhausting life. <laughs> the three hats he wears. Don't I know it? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think. I think they, it was one of those things that when they see how well and, and young, like you said, they were really going for a young audience when they grabbed onto them. And there's nobody stopped and said, but do these two people belong in a, in a conversation together? And the mm-hmm. answer is no, 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 no. So, yeah, that was one of the most no. awkward Oscars ever. And it's funny. It is. If you're if you have somebody in your life that's very into pop culture, most likely you do. If you're listening. Yeah. Ask them about this and see if they remember it because I. It's funny how many people will have that real yeah. body reaction. I will say that he was the he was the weaker link because she was she was great. She was enthusiastic. She seemed like she rehearsed, and he was just like. You can't have it both ways. This is what annoys me about this crowd. I actually like James Franco as an actor, and I think he is funny. I do too, and I think this comedy is funny, but. Here's the thing. You can't both host the Oscars and be too cool. Those things do not mesh. Right. You're embracing the corniness that is the Oscars, that's giving awards to different movies. You have to either lean in it or get out. Because when yeah. you remind us of how uncool we are and we're at home, you know, making bets and, oh, man, who's going to win this? You know, and who's wearing what? And then you've got this too cool guy walking in going, but it doesn't even matter. It's like, you can't have yeah, both things. Yeah. Sorry. You have to feign enthusiasm. You need, yeah, get, be in it to win it. I mean. Yeah. And uh, so I think you're right. As weak, as weak links go, he's the one. Yep. Bye. Where's he been? I have no idea, but. 
I think he's I think he's been rightfully so laying low, learning some things. Sure. Um, Speaking of awkward moments. Yeah. Um, I had to bring my dog to the vet yesterday just for some a couple of shots, a couple of, you know, just checking Body things no. out. And I wanted to have his anal glands checked. Oh, yeah, 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 Just because yeah. sometimes I catch him scooting and I'm like, is he scooting <laughs> because he's just have you itchy ever, or... When you say check, do you just mean like drained, right? I mean, see if he's got any issues, like inflamed. Expressed. Yes. Yes. Do you want them to express? I'm just going to bring him to Grant's house, I think. I've decided. Okay, so here's what happened. What Uh, happened? So they're not allowing people to come in. Yeah, yeah. Right? So I wait in the car. You know, you're right outside the front door. I take him out of the car. This is a 93-pound dog, okay? Get him out of the car. And I go to do the handoff, and I go, okay, hopefully he's going to be cooperative. I'm sure I jinxed it. (laughs) He starts pulling. He's almost got his head out of his collar. Oh, no. Right? So then they have to double loop him with another leash. And then I'm like, get, get going. Like, through the window. I'm like, go, go. He um, will not go. He goes and curls up in a corner. They can't, <laughs> they can't get him out of the lobby <gasps> into the back room. One guy ends up picking him up. And you have to watch all this and think that's... Yep. That's my proud child. Yep. Yep. I'm like, sorry. Hey, sorry about that. And I'm just like, you know, kind trying not to look. So then I sit in the car, sit in the car. And then the doctor calls. Oh, no. And she's like, hi. And she's like, well, (laughs) I wasn't able to uh, check Buddy's uh, anal glands because he's just not having it today. (laughs) And I go, that's fine. Okay, whatever. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry I exist. I know. I'm just like, oh, she's like. Maybe another time we'll give him a trazodone and you can bring him back. Okay. <laughs> no, just bring him on over. We handled 150 pound dogs. She does it by herself with a 150 pounder trying to run away. So he'll be all right. I don't think he has any issues. I just thought, well, you know, while in Rome, I, just, <laughs> I used to do it for my dog. Robot is express her anal gland. But then she kept associating me with it and would let me get near her. Oh. And like it broke my heart. And luckily she grew out of it. You know, a lot of times big dogs do. Like sure. they'll be able to express on their own. But that was a really weird relationship we had for about six months. <laughs> Sounds like it. it was. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to dance. Um, all right. When we come back, ooh, look who's going to be part of the Sex in the City reboot. Tell you about that. I'll tell you, uh, I've got a list of the best movies streaming on Netflix right now if you're looking for something to watch this weekend. And Grant is going to have a dirt alert coming right up on My Talk 1071.